Welcome to the Simple Minds podcast, where we look to empower and encourage real conversation amongst men everywhere by unpacking topics on self-help, philosophy, and business. G'day, everybody. This is Michael hosting this week's Simple Mind podcast. And the title of my episode this week is Fuck self-help, help yourself. <laughs> but before we delve into that and start sorting out our lives, I have a drink today, and it is a coffee. Not any other coffee, it's not a normal coffee. It is mushroom coffee with lion's mane and chaga. And this is something I've been sold on by listening to Tim Ferriss. <laughs> lion's mane? <laughs> what? Lion's mane, which is a type of mushroom, I think. Oh. What um, mine? What about chaga? What's chaga? Uh, I have no idea. Something <laughs> that gives you clarity, part. seemingly. <laughs> so, chaga. I'm going to pour this out and we're all going to have a bit of a taste. Um, it is actually, I've been using it, <clears throat> using it like a drug. I've been drinking it for the last week or so, and I don't know if it's the placebo effect, but it does. It's got a good caffeine hit. It has coffee in it, obviously. But it does tend to brighten brighten the eyes and kind of give give you clarity but as i said it could be the placebo effect of me thinking that's what it's meant to do and that's what it's doing but i will pour it out to you guys now and you can have a bit of a sip conrad there you go oh, pre-made very yeah, nice. pre-made yeah. kettle this morning it is a sachet right <laughs> it's not the hardest <laughs> it, is. it is like an instant it is it's like an instant coffee um, if you guys it, pop it, it. cost? Um, a big serve. For three boxes of 10, so 30, it costs about 40 bucks. So it's cheaper than, so I'm, I'm swapping it out for a morning coffee. So instead of buying like a four buck coffee or whatever. Um, so it's actually saving me money as well, which is good. You're <coughs> your $3 coffees. I need some coffee. So, guys, cheers. I think Bacono could probably save oh, you a few <laughs> <laughs> It has an earthy taste. Funny that. It has an earthy look. Mushroomy taste. Fungus. Tastes like the inside of your feet. Perfect yeah. drink for us fun guys, though. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to use that. white shirt is no longer white. <laughs> That's superb. It's a coffee. It's superb. But it does have it has a little earthy undertones. I know, Travis, I'm just, sorry, you're not a coffee. It just tastes like black coffee. coffee Get that wine stretch that. a sniff book out. Yeah. <laughs> I can't really taste no, the mushroom. I can't taste the mushroom. No, there's it no mushroom. Mm. Okay. It, it's a bit, it, it, it's more depth. It, it, it has, yeah, it's got, yeah, it has. It, yeah, sort of, there's something else in there, which I think is the mushroom, so. Uh, <laughs> it's not high, it's not high though. All right, guys, so with my topic, I did something a little bit different this time. I ended up actually writing a little blog article about trying to get my thoughts down onto, onto paper. So if you can indulge me for three minutes, I'm going to read through it, which is going to give us a basis for the, for the conversation that's to, that's to come. Okay, fuck self-help, help yourself. I came up with that title. That was quite good. Good link back, yeah. <laughs> Over the last few weeks, I've come to the realization that I have an addiction to self-help and self-development. The dopamine hit comes in many forms, such as books, podcasts, audiobooks, and videos. The power behind the addiction is the thought that if I'm not trying to improve myself through the consumption of self-development content, I'm not progressing. You know, this is a multi-billion dollar industry with a herd of followers, including me, gorging on the delights and stories of the ultra-successful and the rags-to-riches narratives. 
It's masturbation of the mind, fast food. Too easy to consume and too easy to forget. You just become part of the herd. You get hooked on the feeling that you are actually learning and moving forward, but what is really happening? <coughs> Self-help narratives usually base themselves on someone else's story, the hero's journey, the path through challenges, ending up as the victor or getting that elusive prize, which is success. But is this realistic? How many people have, we, have been on this journey to find that the end never comes? Even the word self-help reinforces that you're in need of help, that you're not at the place, the successful, happy place, whatever that is. And this is a quote from a personal development speaker called Julian Blank. If you're someone who's working on becoming confident, what, what are you actually constantly reinforcing that you're not confident to begin with? If you're someone who's working on self-improvement, what are you constantly reinforcing that you need to be improved? The other issue I have with the behemoth of self-help is the backlash you can sometimes get for not believing in someone's guide to success. Say a word against someone like Tony Robbins or against the law of attraction and it's like you've insulted God himself. <laughs> the similarities to religion are actually quite astonishing. It's a dogmatic system that must be adhered to at all costs and you're shunned if you don't accept its power. You get sucked in and you, you believe. An example of this, which I've delved into in the last couple of weeks, is The Secret by Rhonda Byrne. Positive thoughts through your brain's magnetism will attract anything you want in your life, is the mantra. Think about something hard enough and it will appear. But this is based on a mongrel cross between religion and science where it preys on innocent believers, takes their money and then blames them if it doesn't work. Sound familiar? Referencing back to religion, obviously. It uses the power of confirmation bias. You only see the positive and block out everything else, and this is very dangerous. What I can say, though, is that delving into a religious-like self-help journey can change your life, but it comes with a warning. Don't go too deep. Don't, go, don't get too reliant on self-help to make your dreams come true. Like alcohol or any other addictive drug, you can experiment, try a few things out, get a taste of it, but don't get addicted. Don't go from one high to another because at some stage, you will find yourself drained of life, wondering where it all went. Luckily, I didn't get that far. And I do still dabble, a little whiskey at night, a beer on a Friday, but controlled. And I rely on myself to make change, not someone else. What I've recently found empowering is my love of philosophy, opening up internal conversations and existential thoughts, trying to decipher consciousness, things that are harder to understand, not that saccharine self-help, easily digested, feel-good drug. Try to break from the herd of self-help crowds and the sun is always shining mentality. Go within for a while and delve into true beauty, deeper thinking, and come to the realization that it was never outside of you, it was inside you all along. So that, I thought I'd try a different approach to the podcast and actually get my thoughts down as a little blog article. <clears throat> and now I suppose I want to open up to you guys because, I mean, we're all in the self-help sphere. We've all dabbled in it. Some of us are deep in it still. Maybe some of us aren't. So I want to get your thoughts on the journeys you've been on. Funnily enough, we are, a lot of this podcast probably came from us meeting at a kind of business development, self-development type institution, the, the entourage. We are, we're creating some right now. <laughs> so I'm just really interested to hear, this is a, per, a very personal thing for me, so it's a real, I'm not saying it's, you've got to obviously believe what I say, obviously not, but I just can't, you know, the impact theory stuff over the last couple of months, getting shared content just got me to a stage where it was like, no more, I don't, his leather pants and his white smile and the, the success stories all the time, it just got a little bit too, too much. So I thought I'd, I'd, like I've not watched Gary Vee, funnily enough, for like 
a month and it's it's liberating it's so liberating <laughs> to do it really is so just where where are you guys on your journey just now with self-help self-help matt oh straight to me where am I on my journey with self-help? I've consumed probably uh, an awful lot of it uh, over the times. It's, um, I, I, I don't know if I agree with everything you've said in your article, but I do know where you're coming from. And so what do you not agree on? Um, your, your article's sort of almost shunning it in a way, but it's just too broad a statement. Like, it's the same as Again, this is a personal yeah, thing. No, so no, it's no, not that's why I'm saying. That's, I, could, I don't have any problem with what you've written. No, yeah. I understand where you're coming from because at times I've found myself at a point of over-consuming yeah. and not taking action. Yes, and definitely. And that's a problem. Yeah. And, that's, and that needs, you need to be aware of that. And there's always going to be people that will do that. I mean, and but there's an 80-20 in PD. You talk about the secret. You talk about some of these probably things that are almost gateways in, like they're the Definitely, first yeah. pieces of content that people might sort of come across because the the average person has probably heard of it um, and they might share it. There's a couple of Netflix docos out there these days which are just giving more people access to these things. But um, it's like anything. I think you're refining what you're, what you're consuming and you, you know, you have to go and seek out, I guess, what, what's important. I mean, I wrote down, um, you know, on, on this, I wrote down a couple of things I was thinking about and sort of my, my tips and the things that I've worked on myself is just be really aware of overwhelm because yep. you, you can you can seriously waste time in the same space. And if you're consuming the same content over and over again, then either you haven't learned something yet. Without taking action. Without taking action. No, action if you haven't key. learned something yet. Yep. Or you I mean, just, I think that's the, you, you talk about why, why, is it true, why is it a true procrastination tool or technique? It can be used as that. <clears throat> but, but anything can be. Of course, but I, this is again—it's a personal thing. I was using it as a not not procrast well, yeah, procrastination tool of like I must be learning stuff. I must be—I feel like I'm learning stuff because I'm listening to like but if you eat my you, frog and. But if you have no, nothing to apply it to, exactly. Yeah. If you don't and apply, that's what you're the learning, journey I'm on. Yeah, that's that's where you just consume and consume and consume. Yeah. It's like a consumption. Yeah, well, we all do it. <clears throat> do we? Yes. One thing I learned, um, and something I changed, is I, I make sure that I'm not consuming much content in areas that aren't relevant right now. So if I'm in a phase where I'm heavily working on culture and my team, you know, within my business, I'll try and only read books around that. And yeah, if really good yeah. books come to me that are sort of in a different sphere that I'm not focused on, it's kind of pointless me reading that right now. So I try and park them, bank them in different areas, and make sure that I stay within a bit of a rhythm of what I'm focused on, because yeah. otherwise you read it you know another book or we've been involved in other personal development um, you know conferences and you yep. go to a conference and you learn all this great stuff and you're like but and I'm, you not, get ready buzz to, from it as I'm well, not ready later. to apply it right now yep. so you've got to be like focused on where you are taking action I think and make sure you're consuming stuff that but makes things sense like, things like is it Stephen Covey's like the seven habits of successful people or whatever like an, is, who's read that yeah. yeah what are the seven exactly the seven habits couldn't have talked exactly I mean, this well, is well, the, hang on a second yeah, what does that, that, that mean Exactly what? Well, what have you got from the book? I've got what I want to take a one fucking sentence out of it. Hey, don't get, don't get yeah, aggressive. But, but, I'm just but, what, but what is it? What does that mean if I don't know that? I don't know the Ten Commandments off my heart. I go to church every day for, okay. for 40 years. Yeah, yeah. But you, you don't even see where I'm coming from a little bit there. That no, you, you put me in a box. No, I've not put you in a box you did. at all. You said, there you go. There, it, it, what, what is there? What, what, is, what are you trying to prove? I'm not trying to prove anything. I'm just sort of reinforcing that we read something, say the seven habits of successful people, 
And why? And why, and why did you read that? Like, what was because it was a good book to read. I mean, I've been told it was one of the top ten business books to read. And did you? You obviously applied some stuff at the time when you were going clearly, through it. Clearly, yeah. Okay. I think. It, I mean, but you understand. I wasn't trying to put you in a box, Connor. Well, no, when, you put, when you when you use the, use the word "we," you're putting me in a box because I'm not. I'm not part of a "we." I'm a part of a "me." Yep. I think there there are 100% elements of uh, self-help addiction. Like we've been to a lot of conferences or uh, uh, like the Tony Robbins things. Like people go every year and like even on the Netflix thing, people have like come back every year. And, and it's like, someone, somebody, really? one person from that conference done something, do you think? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah 100%. But I think no. there are a percentage of people and I guess there's an element of there's two sides to it where there's a percentage of people who go to these things for the dopamine hit and they keep searching searching yeah. it's like again which is just the action piece like they keep going to Robbins every year and it's like I'll learn, I'll learn so much and I come back and <laughs> they're buzzing for a few days but yeah. uh, they're a percentage that, that do and like I guess like consuming content for me there are definitely elements of procrastination and then I go through like a YouTube, uh, the recommended thing on the right. And it's like, <laughs> click, oh, that, one, that one's good. And then that, that's good. But I think you can't discount sometimes that like, um, so for example, we did a lot of prep work uh, to take this to another level. And you know, you can write notes and all that, but sometimes like it could be in three months time and someone says something and you know, you recall that, oh, that's right. Or like that proximity piece as well. Like content to me, like we've talked about this recently. Well, for me is like prox proximity. Like watching Gary V can be a form of mentorship and proximity. Definitely. Of seeing how someone's operating at another level. I guess it's just how, what your internal, which you kind of, you've referenced here, what are you internally searching for? Yeah. And I do think there are elements of like, you watch these things and like uh, these vlogs to try and feel, and they can also do you a disservice depending on where your mindset is at because you <clears throat> compare and you're like, why aren't I there and blah, blah, blah. And there are definitely negative, there can be negative things of the self-help, consuming content. Um, but I think the positive outweighs the negative in the long run. I think it comes back to who you are as an individual and oh, definitely. taking... But I, th I think it, it all you're, 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 you are consuming self-help stuff. You are Philosophy yep. is the essence of self-help. Well, it's the original, isn't it? That's right. Yep. So you yep. are consuming it. But it's a, I, I'm talking about the real saccharine sort of stuff, the stuff that sort of is but, but, too but, easily but, consumed and, and repetitive, repetitive sort but, of stuff. But what is religion? And was it really bad? I mean, I made a comment here on it, you know. Maybe the, the religion, right, religion the rise of self-help is probably, and I've actually got the numbers, funnily enough, it's an 80-20 number, with the rise of the population and the money being spent on self-help, it's actually an 80-20% if you guys look at the percentage I put in my notes. All right? There's a direct correlation. The demise of religion to the rise of the population to the rise of self-help. people need stories. People need them. something. Yeah, I know. Definitely, yeah, and the self-help seems to have sort of maybe filled a void. It's there filled a void that religion has dropped. Yeah, because of society. Is it such a bad thing to uh, to be addicted to? Yeah, to yeah, be like, addicted not, to. Not yes. addicted to, but to. Is that yeah, not, not to consume. Like, I, think, I mean, would you have been watching porn instead? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> in between, in between, self-help. I don't know if maybe I've gone to a point where you're thinking I don't like self-development or self-help that's not the case I still I'm in that I'm still delving into that but I've come to a realisation that some of the stuff I was listening to like getting an audiobook every month that was like Eat My Frog like the, the Eat My Frog or whatever it's called 
that's like the the whole book is about that. Just do the first big thing that you need to do. Yeah. You don't need a whole book to like sure. try to. One hundred percent. Yeah. Right, well, well, personally, you don't need to read the Bible either to follow the Ten Commandments. <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. You need to know. Well, personally, like I like to call it uh, <laughs> self growth, not self help, because growth is more of a positive word and helps more of a negative word. Yeah. Personally, yeah. so that's the way I like to word it. Self serve. Self serve. They do that at the service stations. You know that. But um, <laughs> it's yeah. Nice. This is true. But um. I know that's something that's helped me in the last 12 months to 18 months is not consuming so much. Yes. Because uh, I'm really choosy. I know that I don't consume as much as nearly anyone in this room and especially at breakfast and in our social circles. I know that I probably consume the least, but what I try to do... I'll challenge that one. I think I know someone that's a confused person. But anyway, (laughs) but uh, what I try to do is I try to listen or consume a great piece of content, take what I really want out of it and then action that item until do, it's a Do habit. you really do that? Like, what are you working on right now? Language. Okay. Uh, self-empowering talk, yep. talking in a positive way. Uh, language is my big thing for this last sort of, you know, six weeks and it's going to carry on for the next yep. two or three months. And uh, I'm not saying like I'm ever going to be happy with that, but I want it to embed into a habit. You yep. know, like focus was a big thing that I embedded into my habit and I yep. really focused on that because I found that I consumed so much content and I became so scattered with like what you were saying, Matt, like this, you should be doing this, you should be doing that, you should be doing this. And it's like, well, how about I just, you know, draw it back. I just consume a little bit less. I actually action what I'm doing and I create it into my psyche and I, I make it a habit and then I move on to the next piece yep. and then yep. it's embedded but into who I am. But yeah, you're mentors too now, Shay. Uh, Shay. Travis. <laughs> right. You've got, you know, so you're training the gym, right? You've got, yeah. you've got a PT for the first time I've seen you use one. All right. So <laughs> that, that's not, that's also a form of self-help, right? You've read, you've seen a gap, you've gone and got the help and you're using the person to help you. That's self-help. You've diagnosed that yourself. Exactly. Yep. Self-growth. The other thing is you kind of need to consume a level of content to get your bullshit filter worked out. I mean, you need to, you need to learn these things. And I, you know, some of these things, let's be really specific. Okay. Self-talk. I'm in a perpetual growth state in life. I don't spend 25 hours a week um, consuming content at this point, but at times I have. At times when I was starting the journey and I was coming out of, sickness physical like the you know, poor physical condition but all I had was to read 15 and 20 hours a week I didn't have people to talk to I didn't have the community all I had was text or other things that I could use to start to change my life as that's modified it, it goes with it but I you, if you want to learn new things you, you can't just go and pick up the one book unless you just happen upon the right person who's given you the exact piece of information yeah. there's a lot out there and you know I'll often get told hey here's a great book I'll open it up have a look okay I've read all this before I'll skim that 12 minutes bang done gone I don't need to read it word for word I know that everything that's in there and I'll move on from it but more to Trav's point is I, I'm much more focused in my approach and there's a couple of forms of listening uh, sorry of, of consuming I'll listen to just stories and sometimes I just enjoy listening to certain people and that might just be a car trip home but if I'm consuming content like more heavily it's for a purpose it's for this podcast it's for my own podcast it's um, it's because I'm researching something now um, but there's a if someone says here's a great book check it out I'll, I'll do that and I've certainly moved past the or moved on from a lot of what the books you're probably talking about which 
the masses might get to first. And but I'm talking still about a lot the masses. Of great content. I am talking about masses. talking about you. You're saying that this is how you feel about it. But oh, don't definitely. Worry, yeah. Don't worry about it. I was realising where I was getting to with it, I suppose. But is that... You know, coming back to some of the other questions I, I guess you've started to pose to us, is is that related to you're frustrated with the content you're consuming or are you frustrated with your action because of it? Um, what we were talking about before, the overwhelm of the amount of content which then kind of renders you with too many things that you need to implement. Because, I mean, habits take, what, like 60 days, like three yeah, months to, to implement. Yeah. So that's where I was getting to. Like, I'm reading all this stuff. And over the last couple of years, I've, I've delved more into the philosophy side of things. And I'm finding that more... In, uh, more a feeling of more growth from me because I'm questioning things that I can't really don't understand so I'm having to think deeper about them rather than just being told like these are the seven <coughs> steps or these are the five steps or however many steps that you've got even I mean Jordan Peterson the 12 steps um, you know the 12 rules for life that sort of stuff so I'm sort of you know what they are no, don't. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we, we long for those things, right? We look to be put in a box. I, re- I listened to a podcast recently, Seth Godin, who's pretty incredible in his podcast, Akimbo. Top of the chain. Huh? Top of the chain, is Yeah, top of the chain. He was talking about this categorization, and he was. we need that as, as humans because we end up getting caught in overwhelm and overthinking yep. things. We like to start by going, no, you fit in this box <clears throat> or that box, and we, we do need these rationales because without that... We, we, we get lost and we get too deep in that thought and we try and understand yeah. everything at the same time. He was talking about simple things like, hey, you get a new tape dispenser, you know, and it, where does that go in the house? I've got to put it in the kitchen. Doesn't fit in the knife drawer. Doesn't fit over there. What do I do? You know, so where do I put you this tape? Yeah, but there's no pattern. Whereas we already know in like most of the, I guess the Western world, we know where we should look in the kitchen to find certain things. If you go to Europe, there might be a few different places that you might find, find certain things but we have these standard structures across the board and we need them because we otherwise we get lost in overwhelm and we're not focused on important actions one of the things you said here michael is why are we scared to look within and rely to, on looking to others for help <clears throat> um again i'll come back to the fact that you know even looking the fact to, the fact that you stated that you're listening to philosophy and we're reading philosophy yeah, yeah. which are still looking at others yeah all right um, uh, but more, it, it creates more of an internal dialogue with myself through that. But content. everything can, everything can. Yeah, so, so my response to that was scared or unaware how to. Okay, because again, it's a, it's an awareness. When my dad passed away and I went back to church, the the next twelve months to two years of my life, I sp- I, I I will put my hand on heart and tell you that I believe that every gospel they read every Sunday was speaking to me specifically about what I was dealing with. Yeah. Yet I've been going to church for thirty seven years to that point in time. All right. So was I scared of receiving information? Or was I unaware how to receive the information? Okay. We talk about in, in this thing. You talk about nine point nine billion dollars and a five point six growth rate in, in in consumption of 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 the 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 content. So I play with numbers. Global population growth is circa one point oh seven versus industry growth rate of five point six. That's about not That's an eighty twenty rule. Which, I mean, so things exist. It's how you want to peel them back mm. to to pull to bull, to uh, to dissect your own bullshit to serve your own story. And then the question is: Is your story serving you? And what is it you're wanting to try and achieve? You're also crossing the paradigm in a sense. Like you're currently creating content. 
Yeah, exactly. So right. you're actually moving you from a consuming content through into, well, you know what, I've consumed a lot and I feel like I've got at least something more to offer or a perspective, even as you're saying, this perspective right now is a perspective. That as I said, I'm not anti, I'm not, the whole point no, no, is that I'm not anti self-help or self-development or sharing content that I think is going to help somebody. I'm just saying there is a, was but, a move and I felt it in myself. But you're, you're sort of in a way, I know you're not anti, but in a way you're rejecting the very thing that helped you get here. In this room, yeah. Right now. Well, in this room right now, where you're at right now in life, I mean, roll back twenty years. Who to, knows? To I mean, where who, you were. Who, how, you can't actually say that because who knows? Like what would have happened? Well, it was like, either way, it was your path. Well, yeah, it was, exactly. Yeah. You, you chose to go to the entourage. Yeah, it did definitely. Right? Yeah. So you chose to put yourself. So the, the seeking for help. And I'm seeking, not regretting any no, of that. No, but the seeking for help put you in a situation in proximity amongst people in this room. Which I brought you this moment. I'm very grateful for that. So, because but you took action. You saw an advert. You registered. That was something you told me about. Yeah, but you took action. You didn't procrastinate. And I think that's the point here: is if you're going to consume content, hold yourself accountable to taking. Action. And that is kind of the whole point of what I'm talking about because it means nothing if you don't do whatever it is you're consuming. Yeah. It means nothing, really. So one thing I picked up from your piece is the help yourself aspect, that feeling of responsibility that we know the difference between people like a lot of us in the room here who either now or in the past have taken on some of this self-growth content, taken action and grown, whereas we also know people who have gone to events, read books, done all these things, placing their accountability in that piece of content in that event and going I'll be better when I do that event I'll be better when I go to the third Tony Robbins event I'll be better when I've read that fourth book not going I'll be better now because I'm going to take action and grow me as a person and that's where I guess for me personally recently I've been on a similar journey where it's I'm not deliberately trying to cut back on content, but I am trying to go, I don't need that extra book. I don't need a mentor or a coach necessarily. I need to be accountable within myself. I need to take action on all the stuff I have learnt. And therefore, I need to take personal responsibility for my growth. Take stock of where you are. And not place that accountability externally. Jocko, mate. Yeah, the books, yeah. Yeah. I don't have to to consume the amount of content that I want to at the moment. Yeah. But I mean, we're, I think most of us are in different percentages of still in on that journey of, of looking for that, that answer. I mean, some of us went from the entourage to a different like self-help thing and some of us actually gone on to another another well, thing. Well, of the what's the question, Michael? So looking for an answer, what's the question? Yeah. Question I, I, to what? What, what do you, you mean looking by for an answer? answer? Yeah, looking for an answer. Because to me, I'll be continuing uh, to digest this stuff until so the day I die. But what? But, but you said but we're you, all the way you answer. said it was like... Yeah, yeah. But what's the question? What do you mean? You just, you just said that we're all looking for an answer. So I'm just curious as to what you think the, the, the answer, the, the, the question that we're trying to answer. Maybe that's what we're searching for. I don't, I'm not searching for anything. I'm, because there's a personal piece that I wrote on it. I'm not... No, 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 but you just said we're all, we're all looking for an answer. Uh, no, because I look at, I guess, self-development or self... Like, something I've been sitting with uh, lately. So, one piece we took from Impact Theory, um, as an example, uh, recently, uh, I took action out of that, and I uh, was the John Assaraf, um interview, and he talked about having... Um, which I know we've talked about before, I think, Trav, you do this, like, 
having stuff on your mirror and doing the brush and prime and um, you know kind of I guess that empowering the language thing yeah. it was the big one out of that yeah that's, that's what, the same that's thing. what yeah. started me on my draft yeah and and so I went and kind of did a bit of a you know, one page that I've stuck up on the um, on the mirror, but on there I put a few things that I've fed from other people over the last kind of few months of content that I've consumed, and one of them was from Ryan Sahart, where one of his kind of uh, mantras or, or uh, key themes is that he gives everything uh, to the day because you know he fears um, not giving the world his potential. And so, like, to me, consuming the content is, like, you know, that kind of continuous journey piece of, like, yeah, with a self-improvement, self-help um, of trying to untap your potential. And there are multiple sources, whether that's through a mentorship, through this, through a book, through a video. Um, and the fact that we live in an age now where you can get easy access to all this and everyone has something to say. You don't have to listen to everything, but there is so much value to pull out. It can be one... Like when I went to the entourage and even like we did a conference recently, like it's one word or one sentence that I've found in conversation sometimes that can change like, you can be like, oh, that's right. And all the stuff that you've been consuming kind of connects. And that so could be like two years down the track. Yeah, as well. so you it's kind of can't. Yes, it's not like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. For me, I'm not like. There are probably elements when you're searching for something, but it's not like I don't look to this self help as like looking to answer a particular question. What are you looking at? Right? Like huh? you have to give yourself the answer, right? Like you have to give What are you reading it for then exactly? Well, to con- like to to grow, to learn, like, which to, is to, a to form of learning. Which is learning. You have to answer questions. You have to question things and sort of work out if. It's right for you. Well, as you grow up, right? And this is, this I, is the truth. As you I guess grow it's, up. it's to, to be the best version of who you can be. Yeah. And I don't but not by somebody else's standards. This is well, where I'm saying going by somebody else's standards. But everyone's walked the path. Like, nothing's new. No. No. Your, your mum and dad, like, even the content we're, we're creating, right? So, when you were born as a baby, you know, you're following your mum and dad's standards. Then you're following your teacher's course, standards. Yeah. Then yep. you're following your coach's standards. Then you're following your boss's standards. No, so at some stage, you're going to have to challenge those if you want to live a life that's truly about oh, you. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yep. And I, I actually would prefer the population to be addicted to self-help than other things in some aspects. The masses, like, hundred percent agree. You know, they, these are concepts and themes. Like, if everyone started to, like, my I'm wife started going on a journey, and like, the, the the mindset shift. If we could all get to a growth mindset as a uh, species, the whole world would be different. Yeah, so, they talk like, about books. They talk about books being. I posted yesterday about you know formal education versus self education. You know, reading what you want to as opposed to what you're told to. You know, because what you want will work you towards where you want to get to, not where somebody else wants you to get to. You know, I would love to, and I do. I, I, I used to listen to talkback radio for years of my life to understand the vox pop of people like of the population. And and you know, when I was meeting with them, so I know what was going on. That was bullshit. What do I do now? I consume a podcast every morning just about, or I read at least 30 minutes a day. And why do I do that? Because I'm led to believe that the excellence people, the excellent people in, in my industry are doing at least that. And I want to be at least that. Because there are 
recipes and methods like even the the, the um a video watched last night about um there are there is rules like you follow the step like the steps are true yeah. for the most part like there is a recipe to building a business going well, on, a, on a diet building muscle or whatever there's recipes yeah, there's the recipes yeah. then there's actions yeah yeah and you can try and cheat those right you can try and make a great restaurant's replicated recipe all right by using cheaper ingredients you could try and do that it's not going to be the same. But I think, you know, yeah. But on the flip side, I do agree there is, a, a, I guess, a percentage of people who get addicted to self-help and definitely seminars. They're addicted um, to their own dopamine, right? And that's what, it's giving them that buzz. They go, they feel great about it. They come out, they take no fucking action. Yeah. And I love them. Because you need them. You need that's your black and white. That's your contrast. Well, it's the seminars that you know you half, need them. half the presentations are just sales pitches, and then oh, today only like you know this is worth seven <clears> grand. <throat> run to the back. I love for, those for, fucking for, things because I know grand. people are going to take no fucking action. I'll do something, and I'll show you how to make a lot of. And money. I'll sell to those fuckers. What about the other end of the spectrum? Someone like, I know Gary Vee, for example, self-professes that he doesn't read, he doesn't consume content. That's the ultimate sort of nature versus nurture. He's purely a self self-made self-grown individual as far as he portrays himself he yep. doesn't read he doesn't consume he doesn't do any of those stuff obviously he he, obviously he has he, yes. he, observes, <laughs> he observes and he um, does other things but he said he doesn't read so how does that compare or contrast to individuals that are always reading who like Buffett for example who's just constantly well, Buffett, Buffett's got 100 billion and, and V's got less than 200 million. So that's the issue numbers. That's also a different path to, to your own success. Yeah. So there's no there's no one roadmap. And he is consuming content, let's be honest. He's just not reading potentially. Yeah. He's, in, he's, yeah. he's learning from his environment yeah. and yeah. conversations. Look, and I think that's kind of what you're trying to say, Mike. I mean, there are different paths to... Yeah, you know, you're, you, the, the thing that... You could use philosophy or you could use impact theory, but the underlying themes and concepts are the same. Of course, and that's what I'm saying. I've gone back so more what, to your original self-help stuff, the philosophy stuff, like but Socrates. But you, right? Exactly, yeah. It's, it's just, extrapolated for modern day. Yeah, yeah. Because, what I'm saying is the industry now feeds on the herd. The, the people out there which I don't think is a good thing but it did thing. back then not to well, that degree because that was the there's, there's a story that they talk about the first the first church right where, where Peter spoke to the masses I don't know whether I share this with you guys alright so Peter spoke to the masses and there was non-believers and there was liars and there was all these but there was 3,000 believers that were at the first church okay and from those 3,000 believers what came? Fucking, a fucking industry <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right, so a real estate model. Yeah, all, there was always someone listening. Yeah. All right, otherwise, no one would be reading. No one yep. would be talking. Yeah. What um, I'm trying to do, so to wrap it up, um, as I said, this was a kind of personal journey, and what I wanted to put down was personal things. So what, whatever applies to you applies to you. That's absolutely fine, and I agree with you. Self-help, self-development is good. The title's a bit, it was like a shop value title, right? Of course. Oh, he's gone for the lead magnet. <laughs> Clickbait. I, know, I will now tell you the five tips to lead a successful life. Drink mushroom coffee. No, we have a, yeah, we have a subscription. Uh, no, no, no. no. Um, so yeah, it was a personal journey. So it's something, and it's funny you said Seth Gordon before, because I've recently got the newest Seth Gordon book. He says, he says exactly. <laughs> 
it's like the thing that started me thinking about it because I listened to the first like chapter and was like this is the shit he said before like exactly what he said before no, it's nothing, it's nothing new's ever been invented so I was like oh fuck Seth you got me so I was like so that's what I was sort of thinking about and got me sort of thinking oh shit why did I buy that book like what was I looking for with that book Mike um, is there yes. an element of I guess judgment in your like my self helps better than your self help. <laughs> my self like my just philosophy. Like, <laughs> philosophy and Jordan Peterson's fine, but oh the secret's stupid and well, the secret is stupid because mag- <laughs> magnetism in your brain does not work. Like, Tell that to a starving yeah, kid in like, Africa. Just imagine that plate of roast beef and it's gonna friggin' appear in front of you. It yeah. won't work. So that's sort of, that's what I'm saying. The hocus pocus sort of stuff. I, I'd, I'd love to play with that topic a little bit more sometimes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Can I just jump in one final point? Such a big and I'll bring back a personal story. I, I pushed away religion in a lot of ways for a long time, and I ended up having a long-term partner. And I was getting getting ready to get married, and and she was Catholic. And I'd always I, I, I dabbled a little bit because um, <laughs> well, no, I had dabbled because my my, my nana had converted to Catholicism like when I was a child and she took me to a little bit of Sunday school type stuff and, and that was just going and, and playing with kids and, and doing a few playing things. But, pastor as but well. I Yep, you you went with yeah, your name. It's um if it wasn't for that I, I may not have been more open-minded to it later, but then having children, I, I chose to get baptized and go down that path. But I'd always pushed the religion back for so long until I realized that it wasn't what everyone was telling me. I could make it what it meant yeah, to me. Course, yeah. And my, my challenge to you, Mike, is, is it just... Or it, it, what percentage of this, and it's not all of it, right? I understand there's, it, it could be consuming too much time, etc. But to what extent are you have you sort of gone, you know what, that self-help stuff hasn't given me the answer. I'm now going deeper into the heritage and into the philosophy side because and I'm still looking for that answer versus at what point you can find a meaning from yourself because I feel like I had to switch and I, I, that's my journey is that I flipped to go, you know what, I'm not looking for an answer from anyone, yep. but I'm happy to listen and feel the tips and, well, and of, see what yeah, comes that's through. That's kind of where I am. So I'm using philosophy in that sense. So just trying to find, because these are kind of unanswerable questions, yeah? Like consciousness, yeah. existential thought is something that we'll never, we'll never know maybe until we die or whatever it is. So I'm kind of, I enjoy that part of it and get stimulated by that mm. and see things in life and look at nature now closer and look at the things that are right now around me and be grateful for rather than that thing that I'm always trying to chase. You I suppose need, you need that. to make Chris Barker away. Bark away. Context. Yeah. No, no. You, you can you can learn about unconsciousness and subconscious right now. I know, and I'm learning about that as well. Carl Jung and Freud and all that sort of stuff. The subconscious stuff really interests me, and it's something that people still don't understand. And this is the this is interesting because oh yeah, it's a again another topic we could probably talk about down the track. But in wrapping it up for today, thank you guys for challenging me and being here today. How is the coffee? Thanks, thanks, for, thanks for being vulnerable. Uh, the coffee is shit house. Shit house. Shit house. Three bucks a sachet. I don't drink coffee. So. I'm not going to sachet. It's not international. Come on. I grew up drinking international rice. I still think mom. There's the answer to the questions. You grew up drinking international rice. Okay, guys. Thank you for listening. And, you know, find us on iTunes. We're all over the place. Spotify, YouTube. Leaderville, <laughs> we're everywhere. Good topic, Mike. Um, yeah. 
boys. Um, and yeah, thanks for listening, guys. And uh, it was an interesting. It was an interesting topic. I think again, as you said, it's something we can go deeper into. Maybe something more specific: the law of attraction, the magnetism. Oh. I want that Ferrari. I can feel it pulling up outside the door. Guys, thank you very much. See you again. Shabbat. Sure,